Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Cossard, S.J. Book 2, On the State of Abandonment. Chapter 1, On the Nature and Excellence of the State of Abandonment. Section 1, The Life of God in the Soul. There is a time when the soul lives in God, and a time when God lives in the soul. What is appropriate to one state is inconsistent with the other. When God lives in the soul, it ought to abandon itself entirely to his providence. When the soul lives in God, it is obliged to procure for itself, carefully and very regularly, every means it can devise by which to arrive at the divine union. The whole procedure is marked out. The readings, the examinations, the resolutions. The guide is always at hand, and everything is by rule, even the hours for conversation. When God lives in the soul, it has nothing left of self, but only that which the spirit which actuates it imparts to it at each moment. Nothing is provided for the future. No road is marked out. But it is like a child which can be led wherever one pleases and has only feeling to distinguish what is presented to it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you remember from book one of this Abandonment to Divine Providence how Father de Cossade distinguished active fidelity from passive fidelity? That distinction ran through the entire discussion in book one. That distinction was crucial for understanding book one. In fact, Father de Cossade says active fidelity and passive fidelity are what holiness, Christian perfection, sanctity, consistent. And here, at the beginning of Book 2, Father de Cossade makes another crucial distinction, which is related to that earlier distinction. Here, he's talking about the soul living in God and God living in the soul. And he says that these are states that what is appropriate to one state is not appropriate to the other state. What's he talking about? Well, he's talking about a state of soul, a state, a condition, an arrangement of one's heart. Okay, And 
they are times in which one state is more dominant in one's life than in another. The soul can be in this state. It can be in that state. And what he says is really, really important because there are some times in our spiritual life when everything has to be regulated very carefully, very thoughtfully. And in that state, he's basically talking about active fidelity. That is, being very active in conforming oneself to all the duties and responsibilities to all the means that God puts before us. If God tells us, this is the means here and now to be close to me, you've got to examine your conscience. You've got to read on a very tight schedule. You need to form resolutions. You need to have a spiritual guide basically always at hand on a regular basis, consulting with that guide. You need to have rules. You need to have a plan of life. You need to regulate your recreation, your conversation with others. All this needs to be very scheduled. Why? Because you're trying to put God first. And it used to be that God fit nowhere in your day. And you were trying to build up habits. We're trying to break bad habits. We're trying to put ourselves into a position in which we are free, self-controlled, not slaves. Now, is that a good state? It's a great state. It's a wonderful state. Is that all the spiritual life will ever be? No. Does that mean it's bad? No, it's great. Pray as you can, not as you can't. Live as you can, not as you can't. The enemy of the good can be the perfect, meaning People think they have to go for something, some perfect thing that's not achievable. No, we have to take things as they are. Be faithful where we are. Use the means. Use the means. Use the means that we have now. We cannot try to be something we're not. We are what we are by his grace. And this state in which we're living in God is very holy and very wonderful. But what's the problem? Well, the problem is, if there's a problem, that all of these decisions, all of these regulations, all of these efforts are things done by the self. We are very conscious of our own effort and our own decisions in guiding this process. We're very aware of the guide that we have, the spiritual father we have. And all of these efforts coming from the self can sometimes lead us to be too self-reliant. They can rely us to be, rely, they can make us be somewhat prideful, a kind of hidden pride, a sort of secret pride. All kinds of secret faults remain because the self, 
the grasping self, the egoistic self is still very much alive in us. And so what does God do? He leads us into another state in which what's moving us is not our own reason, figuring things out with God's grace, but the Holy Spirit himself. We begin to be moved more and more by the Holy Spirit. Those who are led by the Spirit are sons of God, St. Paul says. Let your good spirit lead me into the paths of eternal life, the psalmist says. And in this state, which he will describe more and more in this chapter, there are not great plans for the future. We don't have great road marks. Things are flowing, though. Things are working. Temptations are overcome. What used to take a lot of effort doesn't take as much effort. One's much more like a child. One allows oneself to be led not so much by one's mind, but by the instinctus, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, help us to be faithful if what's predominating is the active fidelity. If, you, if we are living in you right now, help us to be faithful to that. And if you are leading us into this state in which you live in us more and more, help us be faithful to that. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.